<clears throat> so here we are. All right, this is the first podcast, episode number one. Did we decide what to call this podcast? No, we haven't. Uh, I was kind of thinking, like to begin with, to get comfortable, maybe we, we kind of talk about like the past. All right. So did you find those shoes in the past? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty sweet. I like them. Should show the viewers. Get some old school Adidas on. Remember, I've been wearing the same shoes since like ninth grade. Yeah, I remember. The clamshell toe. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like Run DMC. You switched it up. Well, sometimes I do. I've still got the white ones. Same. I was thinking it'd be nice to have like a producer. Yeah. Like for the button pushing and stuff. Yeah, because we don't want to push buttons, right? Yeah, right now, this is being filmed on the iPhone. Yeah, we're on an iPhone. 14 guys with no mics like this this is just to make it look like i have a mic yeah headphones oh yeah we're not even wearing our headphones yeah no this doesn't look professional at all gosh they're like what are they doing they don't even have their headphones on you know what the problem with this is though like i can't hear out of my left ear all that well so this is probably not gonna work hold on a minute you're deaf in your left ear not deaf deaf but like yeah i got like a like a what hearing all right how am i just now hearing about this I told you about this before. When? 20 years ago? No. I feel like it came up when I came over here to hang out the other weekend. That you were deaf in one ear? Yeah. In your left ear? Left ear. So that's why you sat there? Actually, I made a mistake. I just sat here because it looked comfortable. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because this is my left ear. Oh, shit. So you got to do this. <laughs> and it left, right? Yeah. And it's like left. Okay. So you can't hear a word I'm saying to you? No, I can. You're pretending. I'm not like 100% deaf. So, so it would have been better for you to sit here. It probably would have been. But this isn't bad because, like, you're talking loud enough where it's fine. Okay. But wouldn't that mean the headphones would come in handy? Yeah. Because then you could turn the volume up in the left. It, yeah, if they were plugged in. These aren't plugged <laughs> in anything. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, when they were. No, it, no. Would, it wouldn't work. I'm talking about here and now. Because it's just like an earbud. <laughs> you're <Yeah>, right. <laughs> okay, it just makes it worse. I can still hear just as you know well that's awesome to have good hearing <laughs> yeah so what year did we meet <clears throat> it was second semester of seventh grade damn that's pretty so that was 1998 1998 that's true like if there was a hundred thousand people watching us right now they might care what our opinion was there's like literally not even one person like we can't imagine what they would expect or think about our opinions on anything yeah but if there was a thousand people we'd be like okay we actually care what their opinion you can kind of gauge the audience yeah what, what, what podcast do you listen to you know the one i listen to the most is probably lex friedman i like i like lex friedman sometimes like when we have someone on that i know who they are you like it then i like it yeah i think that's probably the case with any podcast you yeah have. i know i know but like there's some there are some people that can have someone that I don't know that I tend to like. Mm -hmm. I guess more. Okay, so what podcast do you listen to? What's your number one? Honestly, uh Timcast IRL. Like I've basically been listening to IRL since like they started it. Huh. Uh, I even bought the membership for the Discord and all that. Hmm. Um they cover like current events and news they go live every night at eight o'clock every night at eight yeah how many, many guys they got? what how many guys on the show <clears throat> two 
typically they'll have uh, let's see they'll have one two they'll have about four people uh, from from their group mm -hmm. and they'll have either most of the time one guest sometimes they'll have like more than one at the table so five people yeah and they'll go through like the current like the news of the day kind of deal with whoever happens to be there most of the time it's political sometimes it's a little cultural but mostly political type deal so yeah. i listen to that one probably the most uh joe rogan probably second uh michael malice probably third I guess Lex Friedman probably fourth. Well, and so you're more you're more listening to a podcast for political information. I've I've always been that. Way. Yeah, like yeah. like <clears throat> people watch sports, you know, like yeah, and you watch debates. I watch news. Yeah, <laughs> like I've watched the news, listened to political debates. Like that's that's where I've always lived. Right. You're not one of those people like who has a bunker. Well, I can't afford a bunker. But you would have a bunker. That's a good idea. Are you a prepper? Absolutely. I don't. I don't do that. See, I think it's a good idea. See, if you were, if you it's were, a good idea. I just don't do it. Yeah. If you're just like, oh, I, if I could afford a bunker, I'd have one. I don't think so because you could afford to prep and you're not prepping. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. You I mean, can't just I, go straight to bunker. I mean, I get. I guess at the end of the day, like if like shit does hit the fan, then you know who to go to. Uh, I don't know. I kind of think that most of us were fucked, but. See, that's, that's like the bad way to look at it. You're one of the ones that's going to not make it. you got to have a plan, Chris. Like, there's there's one person in the population right now that if shit hit the fan, they're going to, like, pull out their playbook. Yeah. Like, everybody, like, this is what we've been waiting on. Let's fucking do this shit. Cindy, yeah. go get this. Mark. To, like, to be honest with you, a lot of people kind of uh, think about it in terms of run to the woods and, like, you know, survival skills stuff like that which is important but honestly i think in a oh shit moment it's probably best to like you know kind of gather the community together to kind of work as a larger group yeah and it would be to kind of strike it out on your own see i think what i think the important thing would be yeah to have a small base group of people that yeah like you could trust that you could trust on and then look at it from a bigger picture like there will be people attacking each other. Yeah. So you will For have to like right? steal a box truck and you like fill it with food for your community. Like that will have to be something you do. Yeah. Or cause if you're not one of the people that goes out and starts doing that, like you'll end up just being one of the people with nothing. Yeah. You like either grow your own food or but you raid, have to raid other people's. Yeah. But in the beginning, won't you have to like make an impact? And like go out there and do the things that like steal the seeds to grow mm -hmm. the stuff. I think in the very beginning is probably best to organize first because you'll, ha you'll, you you'll, ha you'll have you'll have yeah you'll have like food for a little while right. So like you organize. So first. by the time you're done organizing and you get out there, all the food's gone. Well, I'm not gonna say it's gonna take like forever. You just like kind of want to make sure you get your. Here's what I'm saying. You're stuck in phase one. Okay. When shit hits the fan, we need to organize. Yep. The one percent of people I'm talking about. They're already organized. So when shit hits the fan, they already know what to do. You're talking about the guy that has that compound in like Tennessee mm -hmm. or West Virginia or whatever? Well, maybe not necessarily they him. Like buy into it. Maybe not necessarily him because he's set up. He'll just stay where he's at. Mm -hmm. He's already set up. I'm talking about people living in a community. 
like you're talking about. Yeah. Like we will have to band together, but some of us are gonna have to have a plan to go like steal shit. Yeah, you'll have you'll you have, have to. to. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to. And then other people are gonna be attacking you. Like imagine if this whole neighborhood just got together and was like, we'll stay here. Yeah. This will be our neighborhood. Everybody just live in your house like normal, but we'll plant like a community garden. Yeah, people yeah. would come here and try to attack us. Yep. Like you have to have some defense. Yep. Yeah. So that kind of stuff you gotta have in plan. Well, of course. But... To be in the mindset you're talking about, you have to like everybody has to know what's going on. Mm, yeah. Because if you decided to plan that, and half the neighborhood was like, "Fuck that, we're stealing people's shit." Well, you'd have to kill those people that don't agree with you. Literally, now the truth yeah. comes out. Like, <laughs> I think in the beginning we should all get together and become I mean, a, a they, community. If, if they don't, if, and if, if someone don't, don't fucking like it, cap their ass. We can't have a lone wolf here. I mean, this all is right. this is end time. Look, here. this is the yeah. truth that we're seeking, Chris. This is the information <laughs> the podcast people want to know. Yeah. Like, what's your true belief? You're like, yeah, let's fucking kill them. <laughs> If they don't want to share their spaghettios, I mean, fucking bring them out back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't necessarily think we should go steal I mean, anything. You know, we'll like, just kill them for it. I mean, I guess it would be so small you couldn't really be declared king, but like maybe warlord, you know? But, you know, I didn't drink for a year, so. I didn't know that, actually. You didn't know that? Maybe I did. I don't know. It's not, Last year. Real. 2023, I didn't, drink, I didn't drink any alcohol. I thought last year was the year that we had that part, that cookout year. Mm, the year before that. Yeah. See, that, that's where my memory is like messing up, is like. What? The last couple of years. Oh, so you got early onset dementia. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Man, I, maybe. Maybe my mind is just so full. You know, like, I'm running out I of storage. To, I have to make sure I hit record on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're good. I don't think you can run out of storage, Chris. Because it feels like I am. There's people that remember every single second of their life. I'm not like that. But do you think that those memories are in there? Because how could it be full unless they're in there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. So your recall is what you're having trouble with. So I need more RAM? I think you need more RAM. Yeah. How would you get more RAM? Alpha brain. Eat more spinach. Alpha, you, have you ever done alpha brain? I haven't. I, I actually kind of want to. It's kind I of did. expensive, isn't it? Yeah. Does it actually work? You know, I actually, you know, I've always wanted to do like a YouTube channel, right? For 20 years or a podcast or something. I actually got a YouTube video of Alex opening up a Dragon Ball Z figure. It's not a vintage one, is it? No, it's oh. old. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's an old video now, but like, I went through this like, oh, I'm going to try to do a YouTube thing. Okay. And it was like when the kids like unboxing. Cheers, by the way. The, they have those, like the kids would open up the package and you wouldn't know what's inside. And it was like, oh, I got this toy, right? Uh-huh. Tried doing the same thing with my son and he struggled like to, for the entire video to open the package. <laughs> like, so he didn't even open it up. So that's like the first ten percent of the video only. Yeah, and he like can't he's just struggling to open up the package. That's what I called the videos. Kid struggles to open the package, and uh, and my phone was kind of trash too because it kept trying it would like focus and then it would lose focus and huh. it was trash. It sounds like a pretty harrowing experience you went through to get that first video. Did you edit it too? Absolutely not. It's supposed to be a phone. Oh, yeah. no, that's terrible. They have any kind of, like, software to do it. <laughs> well, what I was trying to get to the point was, 
I was trying to make a YouTube, uh, uh, what is it called? Like where I did Alpha Brain every day and then I did a video about it. Okay, I got you. Like day one. Yeah. Day one of Alpha Brain. Yeah. Day one of being a woman. <laughs> I haven't done that video yet. That's still in the works. Don't don't give it away. The woman thing? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But anyway, I got to I got to like day three on Alpha Brain. And I was like, every single one of these videos is gonna be exactly the same. Yeah. Like, here's day three on Alpha Brain. I went to the gym, like I go to the gym every day. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it was no like breakthrough. There was no profound moment where I was like, oh shit, yeah, alpha brain. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I've gathered from, there was there was some podcast I was listening to, I can't remember which one, where it was like, it's not like a night and day difference. It's just like a, it's a little edge. I don't, you know, that edge, it lasts for like three days. It literally, it, I did it the whole rest of the month and it was like, and then I switched to thesis, okay. you know, which is another nootropic. nootropic business company. And I did theirs for a month, maybe two months. And it just got to be the same. Yeah. Like I could not take it. And I'm like, is it really doing anything? Yeah. Is it just, is it like the placebo effect where you're like, Oh, I got nootropics. You, you bought it, you, you know, it's supposed to do something. So you kind of like, for, you know, fulfill that. You know? Right. I still have a whole bunch of it if you want to try it. Yeah, sure. Try yeah, it. take it with you. I've got like probably a half month's worth. Expired? No, I just got it. Oh, two, maybe two months ago. <clears throat> I was on a, they've sent it every month. And even though I stopped, I forgot to cancel it. So they just, you know, kept Dang. sending. That's one thing I'm on top of is like subscriptions. Dude, I am not. I am not. I was going to cancel Fubo. And then I was like, man, Who's I subscribe to Fubo. I don't even own a TV. The, <laughs> my mom brought a TV over. It's so old. You can't even download Fubo on it. All right. Yeah. Currently guys, we are, uh, we have no YouTube channel. We have no podcast channel. We have no microphone set up. We Our have head no headphones. headphones. Aren't connected to anything. We're literally just sitting in a room talking to each other, planning on this being the podcast. I guess trying to be comfortable and trying to find that niche, right? You know, I don't know if that's the problem. I feel like the second we upload this first podcast, we're already going to be like, okay, like that's as bad as it could get, right? Yeah. It could get any worse. It's not like we're going to, we don't, we're not going to know less at the end of this. True. So it's only going to get better from here. I think, I think the other thing that uh, helps out like uh, with the Joe Rogan stuff is it's great it's great to be successful and like make money but it's probably better to just try to not think about that and just try to be natural because mm -hmm. I think that when you try to force something it's not gonna resonate with the audience yeah because I think that's why podcasts are so great is because in in most cases, at least they don't feel like they're scripted. They feel authentic. You know, I feel like... Which, like, going back to political stuff, because, you know, that's mostly what I do, is that's what's so sad about, like, this uh, round of, like, Republican uh, primary vote, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> is it really Vivek Ramaswamy was the only one going out to the podcast and, like, explaining his message? 
I didn't really know who this guy was, but like I listened to him for a couple hours on you know like a couple of different podcasts, and now I know about him. Yeah, man, better. I kind of like I kind of <laughs> like his messaging and stuff. I think he can kind of talk to today's culture mm-hmm. a little bit better than probably anyone else. Mm-hmm. And all the other candidates are not not doing these things at all. They're like, you don't uh, think RFK going out? He is podcast? him too. Him too. Yeah. Yeah, like I've I, seen him on a lot of podcasts. Yep, him too, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you have any idea what's up with his voice? Uh, I think I think there was like a, did he have like a disease or something? I don't yeah, know. It, his his voice, uh, because I don't necessarily agree with a lot of what he says, but I agree with like him kind of bucking the establishment, and yeah. I, I agree with some of the things he says. Right. Yeah. Full disclosure: the the vaccine stuff, but. Uh, I think his voice probably turns a lot of people off because it is mm-hmm. kind of it's it's strange. I, I feel like I have a terrible voice too. No, you I'm see, sure. you have a really. I'm I trying like, to push past that, but I feel like you have a very descriptive voice. I think that's maybe why you think it's not good. It's because it's different. Maybe I'm not also not used to it, and also uh, when I sung karaoke at the Rhinoceros Club, and then after I got done. Uh, singing karaoke, like the bar shut down and like imploded into like a void and like nothing ever existed there again. Yeah. 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 I was like, walking by there the other day. Like everyone's ears started to bleed, you know? Yeah. Everyone that's got a, trapped into the, you know. That six, is a very. Were you high that night? No. <laughs> because the way you describe it is like <laughs> a tragic movie. <laughs> Cause it didn't happen like that at all. I like assaulted the earth with my voice. Yeah. So what really happened is you sang karaoke. Like everybody had a good time. The bar like went bankrupt like months <laughs> before this karaoke even happened. And it just so happened to be that was the last day they were in operation. I don't know if it was the last day, but yeah, I, I embellished a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, a lot. There was no void. People's ears didn't bleed. No, no, the void is true. <laughs> okay. It's still a void. There's never been anything there since then. It's that's still true. empty to this day. That's true. And it's all because of some karaoke. And it, that's a good way to put it. I mean, that's a good story. <laughs> it is a good story. I'm going to start going along with you on that story. But yeah, it was the worst karaoke we, I've ever heard. I make jokes at work. Like if I start singing at work, then like the whole plant will shut down. <laughs> like, all right, we're just come out. Okay, we're Why done. Why would you even start singing at we're work? We're done. <laughs> well, like the seven dwarfs, you know, like whistle while you work. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> I mean, maybe at a factory where people are wearing hairnets, like on a, on a line, what's it called? On a production, op- line. production line. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't really work in a situation like that. So they don't think about that. <laughs> you know, seven dwarves. I used to think, you know how uh, TV shows like The Office and Parks and Rec and stuff like that were popular for a time? Yeah. I thought it'd be funny to to do that for manufacturing. And like just have it where <clears throat> you have like just a single conveyor and you have like an empty box. Like someone puts the box on the conveyor. And at the end of the conveyor, someone takes the box off. <laughs> so it's just passing the box? Yeah. And that's the show premise? I mean, that's what they would be doing. Okay. Obviously, the zany stuff would happen around. You know? Yeah. So it would be like The Office. They had a warehouse, right? But they would only show it every once in a while? Yeah. It could be like a spinoff. Like yeah, in that warehouse. I mean, 
I guess if you were to spin off the office, it'd be like at a paper mill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the paper mill. Yeah. You know, Everyone I just, think they got paper off a truck. I don't think that they were right. But paper. I'm talking about manufacturing. So okay. Yeah. So you have mill. to go. Yeah, you have to go two steps back. Have you ever been by a paper mill? Yeah, I used to live in Florida. I used to live by a paper mill. Stinks. It's terrible. It's terrible. I got used to it though. That's what's even worse. Is when you like go out of the paper mill to the regular places and you're like like the air is fresh. What is this? It smells so sweet. <laughs> <Heavenly> smell. <laughs> yeah. And you go back and you're like, I live in a fart. You, I live in a fart. Could you imagine trying to pick up girls uh town that like has a paper mill? <laughs> like like there's like the stench. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's just tainted. <laughs> you know, I never ever thought about that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go to a paper mill town specifically to try to pick up chicks. But yeah, if you're ever stuck in one, they gotta be desperate, right? Try to get out of there. No, like I said, you get used to the smell. You don't even realize it. Seriously, it's well, rough. The only paper mill I've been around was in Franklin, Virginia. Hmm. I'm sure I've driven by others, but that. that that's the one that's most in my brain. Hmm. For some reason, there's a bunch of them in Florida. Or, I don't know. In North Florida is where we live. Would it be because of all the water? Uh, there's a lot of paper mills in the Green Bay. They're all on the water. I don't know. For some reason. You know, maybe one day on the podcast, we'll have somebody in that's worked at a paper mill. Or, like I told you, I went to cardboard cardboard college yeah. like in Atlanta uh-huh. like how much science there actually is in cardboard like paper a lot it's, to- it's totally ridiculous like it's so boring but like there's all this thought that goes into it hmm. so it's really boring maybe we won't have a paper person on the show but <laughs> the life and times of paper you know the more boring your job is like the more interesting your your home life must be right to make up for it? Uh, I don't think so. No? Yeah. So boring at work, boring at home? Yeah, I think so. Oof. I don't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I've not really worked. <clears throat> you know, if I ever worked in an office, I would expect it to be like the show The Office. I would expect that. And if it wasn't like that, I would hate it. <clears throat> um, Is it like that? Well, like hijinks and stuff. Yeah. I will say that... It used to be like that. Be- before, you, yeah, when you could get away with stuff. Yeah. Get away with. Like we used to, uh, like the caps on toothpaste. Uh-huh. We like put them in air guns, and, like shoot at each other. And like have like cap wars. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you got in trouble for that? No. But you would now. Yeah, you would definitely. I mean, you'd get in trouble back then. It's just that no yeah. one said anything. It was just sort of like a little community, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do crazy things like, like, use the pallet movers as, like, chariots. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh, like, put Vaseline on headsets on the phone, you know, like, call the phone, and someone picks them up, and put, like, Vaseline on the ear. (laughs) Oh, all these fuckers. Got me again. Mess with old people and their lack of computer skills. Old people? You mean your employee, your co-workers? Yeah. You're like... There was like, all these old people there. You like flip the screen upside down. Like, you know, I can't remember the controls to flip windows upside down. I didn't know there was a control. You would have got yeah. me with that. And then like, they, they go on the computer, like, confused. Like, they don't know what to do. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do either. I think what we should talk about during this segment 
or you know, we break this into a separate episode. Now, you know, if we ever, if we were to ever have a guest on, like somebody, let's say that we could by our next episode pull off like having a guest on. Who would you vote for? Yeah. Like that we know in our circle, not like oh, I'd like to have, you know, like Mike Tyson on. No, we, but I'm saying like somebody we could get. Who would you want? Okay, so you limited you limited it to the circle. Now, I was actually thinking more like uh, a friend of mine, like I said, like divorce. Mm -hmm. Like I guess divorce from like a male's perspective or whatever. Yeah, or you know, just his story in general is pretty exciting. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's what the viewers are. Like I said, fe uh, female prison, like. We know someone mutually has done that. Yeah, female prison will probably be like our biggest episode. If it's like episode number three, who doesn't want to listen to what life is like in you know, female female prison, right? Yeah, I, so I don't know what it is. Twenty years from now, we're gonna look back and be I like, can imagine. You remember when that female prison episode blew us up and we got real big? <laughs> be like, yeah, we almost didn't do that episode. You ever listen to Tool? <laughs> that song, Prison Sets. Just like that. <laughs> Very interesting. Our viewers, you know, not having any viewers is, is fun because we can say whatever we want. But the second our, our viewers start expecting certain things from us, yeah, then we have to like go down that road. Uh, I think, I don't know, I kind of think it's whatever it feels right. Yeah. So what we should do is try to get a guest on so we should narrow it down mm. and again like what are, you, what are you saying like someone that could talk about like current culture someone who's just interesting to talk to I was thinking Rachel Ooh, Rachel okay yeah she knows everything we know and more so I think that would be interesting but Caitlin Caitlin would be interesting too I don't know if she would do it I would love to have her on. That would be awesome. What about Kevin? I would love to have Kevin on. <laughs> I don't know if he would do it. You, that'd be all you. You have to be like, Kevin, I'm doing this podcast and just not tell him I'm involved. It'd be awesome if he was involved. He could be our producer. That's he could push buttons. Idea. Yeah. He's very tech savvy. Yeah. Very tech savvy. He's an E and I work now. Yeah. Nobody knows what that means. Electronic. <laughs> He's electrician. electrician. Okay. You know, if we could get a producer without having any viewers, that would be a really good feat. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. So yeah, a producer would be amazing. Amazing. Maybe once we put our first podcast out and we're like, we're located in Greensboro, North Carolina, if there's anybody willing to be a producer. They probably won't want But if there's anybody willing to do it for free in it'd, the beginning. It'd be a friend. Like, a fan. <laughs> Our number one fan. <laughs> the one guy. The one guy's like watching it right now. Like, I'm the only one that's seen this. I'm gonna be that I guy. I can do it. Need a PO box. Right in. <laughs> yeah, send us your application to... I have a PO box. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. 1016 Battleground, box 23. 
So when we post this on YouTube, I I think we'll probably we'll probably get like twenty five views. Maybe I think between the people we tell about who's yeah. gonna watch it, probably like twenty five. That's probably not a bad number, actually. No, that's twenty five. You know, I'm on TikTok, and I have like two hundred followers now. And I that's started. Crazy. I started it January first, and I'm like, how many of those are bots though? I mean, I don't know how Because, <laughs> like, I got an ex account, and, like, everyone that follows me is 100% a bot. Everyone? Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of these people interact, comments and stuff. If they, if they interact, then maybe. Well, if it's more than just, like, a, hey, hey, I like this, you know, something simple. If it's something, like... You know, I really thought I had 200 people, like, interested in what I was doing until you just brought all that up. Now I'm like, <laughs> well, there's, like, five people, maybe. Like, oh, this guy's cool, and the other 195 are just TikTok just bots. bots. Yeah. Let's if make it, this guy think people follow him. If it's a super simple, like, you know, post, like, interaction and stuff, then it's probably a bot. If they're asking, like, slightly more detailed anything, questions, huh. whatever, comment then it's probably a real person. Hmm. And you know, one of the sad things is that like, that's probably going to get more sophisticated. So it'd be harder to tell. So what is the purpose of the bots to make a video get more views? So other people see it. To be honest with you, I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, I do know that one of, <clears throat> one of the things that happens or used to happen, or it still does is that, you know, the, uh, those clickbait articles, Mm -hmm. see it's just to generate traffic and then they'll take that traffic and like sell it to someone else so like they'll take the views and mm -hmm. like sell it for like advertisements but they're not real advertisements not real engagement hmm. so i don't know if some of that has something to do with it how terrible that it has to be so complicated just to get somebody to watch your shit i mean the part of the problem with here, here's the thing like if we had done this like back in the day. Like, I, I keep thinking about all the crazy shit we did. Like, kendo fights in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Like, all the shit that's on that orange video recorder that you used to have. Man, that'd be, like, that's a gold mine. Yeah, exactly. That's that, a gold mine. That would be some shit that would, mm -hmm. that would have worked out, like, if we had we done could it post, then. We could post that today, yeah. and it would go viral. Probably. Yeah. I mean, crazy. the video quality would probably be terrible. That's what would make it go viral. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's so bad. Like, this is vintage video. Early digital camera stuff. Man, pixelated. Yeah. Couldn't tell who was who. Yeah, 240p or whatever. Oof. That little camera. But part of the problem now is that uh, there are so many people that are able to do this. Yeah. I mean, just like us sitting down now, we're doing this on an iPhone. Yeah. Like, anyone can do that. Right. So, like, how do you, how do you break through? I, I think, would say that our very... The, I think that we're... When I say like we're doing better than 99% of the people, I think out of 100 people that want to do a podcast, we're the one person that has actually one done out of 100 kind of deal. Yeah. And on top of that, we're not just doing it, but we've like set up a studio to make it so that we could come to the same spot every time and do this. I think I think breaking through is probably like repetition and like trying to be as quality as you can be. Like maybe at some point it'll just catch on. Yeah, that's why I was thinking about doing two videos a week. Like if you could find the time to do two, <laughs> because you know that's that's a hundred percent faster growth. It's true. After ten weeks, instead of having ten videos, we'd have twenty. 
Yeah. And that's double the engagement. <clears throat> Another idea would be to maybe still do this once a week, but not release anything until you've built up like five or 10 videos and then start releasing. That way you can have a constant like rollout. I think that you have to be ready for the constant rollout. <laughs> you, you're like trying to plan ahead. I think like yeah. every Thursday at a certain, like whatever day we choose, okay. I think we, no matter what, every single week that day we do the videos. Ultimately it comes down to just doing it. Yeah, so you just gotta do it. Yeah. It's like those, that TikTok video. It's like, I just, I'm just gonna do it. And I start doing it. And then I think we might get some of my bots to watch the podcast, you know? Yes. We should probably start a TikTok account for the podcast and then just have clips. Yeah. Some spicy moments. Oh, like, spicy. Did we have any like really good moments? We sh I feel like if we had Kevin on, we would have a lot of like spicy moments. You think so? I think we could probably, cause you know, depending on how much resentment Kevin still holds inside, like we might could get him riled up. Honestly, that would be good to get Curtis on. If we could, you know, you know, it'd be the best show, man. If we could get Curtis, Kevin. Amanda Huger, and like get get the whole crew back together. That would be crazy. All like we got space for it. Yeah. And then would, just had a that would be crazy. Had a like Royal Rumble, <laughs> right? Uh, that would be the best. Where would you even start? Yeah. yeah, you know, but we would get some good footage out of that. That's the kind of stuff that people want to see, like a bunch of people who haven't hung out in twenty years talking about some crazy bullshit. Maybe that's not what people want to see. Maybe that's just what I want I to think, see. I don't know. What, what it looks like is appealing to me, at least with millennials, is nostalgia. Yeah. So maybe they're looking for something like that, like a group of people that haven't talked to each other in a while, like coming together again. Yeah, to see how similar our stories and were. See, see how things are different. Yeah. Like, tell about what you've done in your Navy days. Mm. None of us know what Chris did during the Navy days. It's top secret. Mostly go crazy. It's all top secret. But we'll have to show. It takes a very special person to be on a submarine for several weeks on end. Yeah, I can imagine. What was the number one pastime? What do you mean? What did you do most to kill time when you were on the submarine? Besides cry? <laughs> <laughs> It, if crying is number one, let's go uh, with crying. Did no. you cry most of the time? <laughs> no. Uh, How often did you cry? <laughs> uh, Every day? No, no, just once. Once a day? No, not once a day. No, be for real. Not for real, like once. You just cried one time? Yeah. It was like a breakdown. Man, it, I just can't do it. Like, How know. long was it before you cried? Like before the breakdown? How many days were you out? Three, about three weeks. Three weeks at sea, and you haven't surfaced? So just three weeks underwater. Yep. I know I know a lot of people have done it, but like, I just, yeah. It, I mean, you're not the only one that had a breakdown. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people on that I get. I guess whoever decides to get out of their rack and take a shit in the middle of the floor probably had a little bit of a breakdown too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't you though. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> you didn't step in it either? No. Thank God. So. After your breakdown, you were fine. After the breakdown, I decided that this wasn't for me. <laughs> and 
I was gonna try to get out of the situation. But you're still underwater. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. So you're gonna ride it out. Yeah, ride it out. How much longer did you have to be out? Another week or so. Okay, not terrible. What are you guys eating during this time? Um, what is your standard fare? Uh, I guess pretty normal stuff. Uh, pizza, I remember pizza, I remember chicken wings. I remember we had a slushy a slushy machine. Huh. That was nice. Uh, Slushies under the ocean. Yep, exactly. Imagine that. Yep. And uh, I remember there being lobster one time, but it wasn't cooked particularly well. It's pretty chewy. Yeah. Like great. they say that submarine submariners get the best food, but ultimately it just comes down to who cooks it. You know. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a good cook, then they can do a lot. But if you have a pretty crappy cook, then not so much. And you guys had a pretty shitty one? Just better at cooking pizza than lobster. Yeah, I think so. So you guys are eating frozen pizza? No, they make it. They make it? The dough, so really? Yep. Man, that would be the dream job to have on the submarine, right? Being a cook? No. Why not? <laughs> no. no, no, no. That's terrible. Why is it terrible? Because uh, you have to cook for all these people. Yeah, but you get or... to have a creative outlet, like an artistic outlet. I guess. I don't know. What's the other artistic outlets on the ship? Give me some other jobs you'd rather have. Smoking. Smoking? <laughs> Where do you smoke on a submarine? Uh, either in the engine compartment or in the forward ship. You're smoking cigarettes? Yeah. On a submarine? Yeah. This is common? Yes, very common. Where, and where does the smoke go? Ventilation. You got like CO2 scrubbers and stuff. Man, that's gnarly. The thing about it is, is the chemical that they use to scrub the CO2 out of the atmosphere. Uh, it's a chemical called amian, and it kind of like seeps into everything. So like if you're in like dress whites, it'll stain it yellow. Mm -hmm. uh, it gets in your cigarettes too. People that have the dress whites, they'll cover them in plastic, like seal them up. Like it'll get into your cigarettes too. When are you, when are you wearing it. your dress whites on a submarine? Well, you wouldn't wear it on the submarine, but like if you happen to have them and if you had something going on outside the boat. And you embark, you mean? Yeah. How often would you embark? Did you guys land anywhere cool? Um, I didn't really. Um, the most common thing was Bahrain during the time. I didn't go Bahrain? there. Bahrain? What is that, an in, island? In the Middle East. Um, huh. It's a Space. major spot for U.S. military hmm. in the Middle East. Um, Italy is a very common port uh, for submarines. Um... My boat went to Pecan uh, when I was there, like down in Florida. And uh, probably, probably the coolest thing in the short time that I was there that we did was surface the boat, like in the middle of the Caribbean Sea. Like there's no land anywhere. Like you're by yourself in this little black boat, right? And we jump off the side and like go swimming. Like in the middle of the ocean. Hmm. It's crazy. Scary, right? A little bit. Like, you know, like in school, they talk about like layers of the ocean, you know? Mm -hmm. And like when you're out there, you, you can actually see like, like right below you, it's complete black. Like, can't see anything. Total mm -hmm. black. And then like you can see dark blue and it gets lighter as like you go to the surface. And then when you're in the water, and you're looking at all this stuff, 
then you realize that the current has pulled you away and the boat has pulled the current has pulled the boat away so now you gotta swim back a lot further than you anticipated trying to get back to the boat so you don't drown right yeah right but you really you really wouldn't drown no if you just it's so salty you just float you know you just breathe slow and you float at the top yeah, for a while, but for I mean, ultimately, ultimately, there's a lot of people. Yeah, there, but it's just like yeah, you're getting a little like, stressed like, out. Like like you're sitting there like messing around before you know it. You're a lot further than you thought you were from from the boat. Yeah, right. I've never been in that situation. I've been in the middle of the ocean, but I did not. I wasn't able to swim. I would love to. I would love to do that. And they used to joke uh, like they'd have a shark watch. And the joke, or I don't know if it's real, probably probably fake, is like they weren't there to shoot the shark; they were there to shoot you, <laughs> so that you wouldn't die in agony being eaten by a shark. I don't know. I'm hoping that whoever, if that ever happens, that they would shoot the shark first at least. They might try to. I mean, you would hope. Yeah. Like, I would hope. just as soon as they shoot you, the shark lets go of you. Yeah. That's. I mean. Yeah, yeah that would be terrible. That would be nuts. Honestly, I feel like if uh, if I hadn't done submarines, if I had been like surface surface guy, maybe it would have been better for me. Maybe I would have stayed in longer. Uh, but you know, that's where we are. How many guys were on your submarine with you? 130, 133, something like that. That's a lot of guys. Yeah. How many bathrooms? Okay. Um, Four toilets, two urinals. Hmm. Yeah. The CEO and XO. Mm, no, that was it. And then the officers had their own uh, had their own bathroom. Hmm. How many officers are there? I don't remember. There's at least one junior officer for each division. And then there's... I can't remember exactly now. It's been so long. There's a, there's at least one JO for every department. And then you have one level up that's over a couple of different ones. And then you have like the XO and then the captain. That's a lot of people on a submarine. I feel like that submarine must have been pretty big. Uh, How many levels was the, it? The thing about it is like when you're underway, you're you're not on a 24-hour day. Your, your day is an 18-hour. And what that means is that it's divided into three six-hour sort of blocks. So, like, 133 people aren't out doing things mm -hmm. all the time. I got you. So, a third of them are sleeping. A third of the, at least a third are sleeping. And then a third of you are eating, doing whatever division work. How much free time would you say you had? How many days off? Um. Okay, so. In port, we were on a four-section duty roster. So, in port on three, no, four, I guess four of those days, um, it would be like a normal job. Like, you go to work at, in the morning, work, get off in the afternoon, go home, just like you would any, like, nine to five or whatever. Where's the home? On the submarine, uh, either you had a house out in the city 
or you stayed in the barracks room. So like I just stayed in the barracks room. So that was just a base. Yeah, staying on the base. Work. Yep. And uh, and then you'd have like depending on if you had duty, you know, you'd have the weekends off. Of course, if your rotation came up on the weekend, then you'd have to go to work on the weekend. Uh, when you're on, when you're underway, you don't really have days off. It's just that six hour every repetitive hour yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. What are your do? What is your duties during the six hours that you're working? Uh, well, like I said, there's six hours. Basically, in a nutshell, you're like six hours in the rack sleeping. Mm -hmm. Six hours uh, on com or yeah, six hours oncoming watch so you're standing watch which for me for the most part was uh i was the messenger on watch for the most part and i would do a little bit of like helmsman and plainsman type stuff so like driving the boat mm -hmm. and then there'd be six hours off going and if i'm remembering it correctly off going is when you would also kind of work on divisional stuff so <clears throat> whatever uh rate you were you'd work on whatever the division needed like for that day, uh, work on qualifications, stuff like that. Hmm. Sounds very boring. Yeah, yeah. So you were you were looking out the, uh, what's the thing called? Periscope. Did you look at that a lot? Only, only did that one time. Did you see anything interesting? No. Nothing? Yeah. Probably can't see much, can you? No, it was at night too. Oh, shit. That's Actually, I did crawl up in the cell one time. We were coming back into Norfolk. Like, so I got up in the sail, we were like on the surface driving. That was kind of cool. That was pretty cool. So you're just sticking your head out? No, I'm standing, standing up, up top. And it's just, just enough above water? Yeah, it's above water and the waves are thrashing around the mm -hmm. boat. That's pretty cool experience. You can see dolphins like jumping around. That's all cool. That is cool. How deep was that thing driving around most of the time? You're not actually supposed to say but you can say like up to 800 feet. Up so yeah, if you if you crash in 800 foot of water, you're basically screwed. Yeah, you're done. Big time. Like if you crash at what 200 feet, you might not make it to the surface. It depends on what's going on. But like, say the boat were to just like be okay, just like stop working 200 feet, you'd, you'd be okay. And so you got rescued. Yeah, you get rescued. But you wouldn't get rescued at 800 feet. You are done. And you guys could just live out the rest of your days down there, right? I guess. Because nobody would be able to come get you. No one will be able to get you. Man. And how long could that submarine go? Like, if it crashed at the bottom of the ocean, how long would you have? I mean, as long as you had all the power and everything. Uh, I don't really know specific, but I think, like, the... The cores and the nuclear reactor have to be changed out every fifteen years. So, like, as long as the as long as that is still running, you can be there for fifteen years. The limitation to nuclear powered vessels is with the crew. And how so, much, what about how much food? You can have. Yeah, how much food do you guys have? Typically for ninety days. That's it. Yeah. So, if you guys rationed, you could probably last like one hundred eighty days. I guess. Yeah. One hundred and eighty days. Yeah. Yeah. But then people would start dying off. I mean, there there's guns on the boat too, so I think suicide would probably be <laughs> you know, so you, rampant. 
So if half the people on the ship died, theoretically your food supply could double. <laughs> or you could eat the other people. If enough, if you worked it out in the right way, somebody could probably live down there for all 15 years. Somebody could probably make it that whole 15 years. I guess, but why? I don't know why. If you're going to die anyway. Yeah, but you know, the technology in 10 years from now, they may find some, a way to rescue it. Like, if you could just make it 10 years, you're coming out of there. I don't know if you can make it 10 years. But if you did... Yeah, I guess. Wouldn't that be a good movie? You would be a nutso person. But you knew that help was coming. It ju you just had to make it last. I guess. Is there a freezer on board? Yeah. So you could put bodies in the freezer. <laughs> Extra food. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to get rid of them. Or they would, Donner party. They would contaminate the air, right? If you didn't get rid of them? That's true. Or is there a place you to could, seal them off? You could chop them up in pieces and, like, use the... Toilet? The trash. Uh, Send them out? Yeah. That's, that's how we got rid of trash, is, like, basically shot it through the bottom of the ocean. Oh, perfect. You just cut the Perfect. Them. Why not? Just right. throw the garbage <laughs> down there. <laughs> just shoot in a torpedo <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, Do you have portholes in the side? No. There's no, none? No. Not one? There's no reason to. What are you going to look at? I don't know. You'd think there'd be like one. Black, blackness. The ocean's dark, man. Yeah, I know. It's not like, it's not like 20,000 leagues under the sea at Disney World. You know, you got lights though on the, on the sub, right? You do have a big spotlight. Not for underwater. You don't? No. Huh. I would assume you did. You use like all the sonar stuff to see where you're going. Well, you know, if you come up on something systems. that you need to see. Like if there's a ship, what if there's like a shipwreck? The sonar is supposed to be able to see stuff like that. So you'd never be able to set eyes on it? No. That's crazy. You know, most of those deep sea setups that go for navigating have like you see the big lights with the camera on them. Yeah, you because, just assume a because sub. They're, they're made. For yeah, they're you made. assume the Navy sub has that technology. No, I mean you're right. It wouldn't make sense because it'd be a weak point. Yeah, I mean the purpose of a submarine is to listen to cell phone conversations and fire uh, fire tomahawks every so often. Listen to cell phone conversations. Yeah. From underwater? Mm, I wasn't around to be doing that, but I would imagine you have to come up at least high enough to, you know. How close to the target? I don't know. These are the numbers. We need these numbers, Chris. I feel like, like that's classified stuff. I know. I'm, I'm, I feel even, like even if I didn't, know. I'm trying to get you to talk about it before you're like, oh, I shouldn't be saying this. <laughs> I mean, because most people wouldn't think, oh, I'm going to go down on a submarine and go spy on somebody's cell phone kind I mean, of I think it's common knowledge. Submarines are used for spy work. But. Yeah, but not... It is common knowledge, but I don't think part of that common knowledge is cell phone. <laughs> like, cell phone conversations. Like, they're in a sub. They're probably going to shoot a <laughs> torpedo at another sub. No, they're actually listening to Vladimir's call on his yacht. Like, what? Vladimir, be careful. Never know. I mean, you can buy stuff, like... On Amazon now, I believe that you can hijack or listen in on people's cell phone signals. At least I know. I remember you used to be able to. Such a boring thing to listen to somebody's cell phone conversation, but then again, people Maybe it'd be are, interesting. I don't know. We're expecting people to listen to our conversation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if we were on a cell phone, it might be more interesting. Yeah, it's just some guy like, oh, 
We need a loaf of bread from the market. What is that, what is that code this. for? I've had a long day. Yeah, go get your own fucking bread. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you don't understand. I'm hungry. I need bread. <laughs> oh, shit. It's code. Uh, Planting a bomb. Is that the phone calls you guys were listening to? I didn't listen to them. You didn't have a high enough I was, clearance? I wasn't, I wasn't a radio tech. I was a, you didn't have a high enough clearance. No, I didn't. But also, that wasn't my job either. Yeah. Who would want that as their job? Uh, fairly lucrative. As a private contractor, do a little bit, do a little bit in the Navy, you know, get some experience and, yeah. you know, go work as a contractor. Yeah. Like a PI? Yeah. Or like Edward Snowden. That's kind of what he did, right? He was in the military for a while. And yeah, but he wasn't a private contractor. Was it? Didn't he just... Well, he worked, for the, he just he worked for the NSA. He worked for the government. So yeah. In that sense, maybe he wasn't a private contractor, but... No, he was like... He still got a job, like, in the government after his military service, doing kind of what he was doing in the military. Yeah, and then he he got banished from the country. Well, that's because he released the fact that the government's taking everyone's metadata and yeah. doing whatever they want to with it. Yeah, our metadata is our existence. Yeah, it's like our digital footprint, right? Yeah. Whoever owns that owns the future. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be long before people are sitting around for most of the day wearing a headset in a virtual world. You mean like the Apple Vision Pro? Yeah. So there's already people walking around with yeah, those. Yeah, you've phones. already seen the videos of the people like yeah, looking right. like a crazy person, like typing on a virtual keyboard and yeah, walking in public. Attention, like apps. You know? Yeah. So it's the cheaper it gets, the more rampant it's going to run. <clears throat> now that now, if you see something like that on the street, it's obvious, right? You can see someone wearing the goggles. Like, you know what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine a world where you have, like, a journal ink and all that stuff's happening, like, in your in your head. Yeah, so it won't be it won't be long before that's reality. Yeah. Right. Already, they're already talking about human trials on the journal ink. Yeah. I think the first one's already underway. So, <clears throat> if you're going to wear a headset nonstop... I feel like I feel like it's gonna like the poor people are gonna have the headsets and the rich people are gonna have the Neuralink. And then the poor people are gonna end up sitting around on their couch all day. I mean, that's the way it kinda always is, right? Like when some new te technology comes out, the rich people are the first ones to get it. It's like cell phones, right? Yeah. I think the Neuralink's gonna be kept like at an extremely high price for a long time. Probably. And you kinda want it to be, right? Like if you're gonna have someone attaching something to your head, you kinda won't you kind of want them to want. Yeah, but do you want the only people that have the availability to get it? It's like the richest people. Because uh, don't you think it's going to incorporate some AI into your... Personally, I think that that might be the road to hell. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that I will get it. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's fine if, like, if, like, a small group of people want to experiment on themselves and put some chip in their brain. What if they become superhuman? I guess we'll have to deal with that when we get there. So, it will be, like, a Terminator. I mean, there's already, like, a bifurcation of society between the has and have-nots, right? So, I mean, what's just one more thing? I don't think it's just one more thing with uh, AI. 
as just being one more thing. Like if you're able to integrate yourself with the AI through Neuralink. Yeah, because at that point, you're you're like a whole separate being. You're not just separating yourself by having like a, a Ferrari. Like you're separating yourself by having the, all the knowledge in the universe at your fingertips. And what that might lead you down. Yeah, and they're like a super being over these little peasant people. And if like you decide to never give it to them. I guess it depends on the way that makes someone think, right? It could do the opposite of what you're maybe going down in that enlightenment. enlightenment uh -huh. Like, okay, I see how this works. Would it be best if we all had it? Yeah, so you think maybe if you had a cynical mind going into it, and then all of a sudden you turn down Neuralink, you'd be like, oh, shit. Possibly. Like, that's dumb as fuck, what I'm doing. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I at mean, the same time, like, you know, Mark with the Beast, you have to have this. I mean, it's sort of an old trope at this point, because everyone has a cell phone, right? At one yeah. time, people were talking about having a cell phone as, you know, Mark of the Beast or whatever, or... Yeah, it might credit, be a little credit cards, debit cards. It may like be that. a little different story when you link it to your brain, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it's just the very beginning of a whole nother. Maybe there's a neural link in the future. You don't even have to put a physical object in your head. You just upload some data to your brain. Or like wirelessly connect. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have Wi-Fi and we don't even know it. Mm -hmm. That would be nuts. And it's like everybody could have this. <laughs> but at that at that point, like you could force it on people and they wouldn't know. Ooh. Yeah, that would be scary. That's when people are wearing tinfoil hats. I, I remember uh, there was an episode of Top Gear. <clears throat> Back when it was good, you know, with Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond and all them. They, like, they did an episode where they were talking about future of automobiles, electric car, all that. And they were like, oh, it could just be like uh, like a, like a bumper cars. You know, just uh, run a layer of chicken wire across all the highways and have like a little electrode like you know giving you power then when there's a traffic jam you can just turn the power down and slow everyone down mm -hmm. imagine doing that with someone's brain yeah you know, like a group of people's brain things are getting too spicy you need to yeah. turn this down turn it down a little yeah well i mean if you can think it it will become reality so if it's something that it's it's doable it will happen like there's no question that's what it seems like so they're going to be turning people down who are who is they that's the important part yeah they cause a lot of problems don't they yeah they the ubiquitous they but if they got enlightened you know what's funny is that some people are using the pronouns them they yeah it's like are they they they're they are they the they that we're talking about i don't think they're the they we're <laughs> talking think, about i don't think they're they either oh uh, yeah they might want to be they yeah, they might want they to re not reconsider they. the pronoun they. Because yeah. they cause a lot of problems. So do they. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of they's out there. But the ones that are, t are controlling. I think, I think, I think what's funny is it kind of, I, I don't know, this, this has got to tie somehow to well, when we were at the poker, uh, poker game. Talking about uh, people with, uh, that don't have an internal monologue. Yeah. Like, like people out there that are just kind of like, I don't know if they're unable to think like multidimensionally, like seeing things behind something else. Mm -hmm. Or 
and like the people that are like having a conversation with themselves before they have it. And like how that might affect like uh, someone with a Neuralink or something like that. Like, would it, would it be more effective on the people that don't have disabilities? That was like an internal conversation with themselves. Yeah, I think. I, I would think they'd be more prone to like kind of haul in lockstep. Yeah. Yeah, because you could ch you could convert it. Uh, it's just funny, like to think of like what this potential application could do to someone that can actually think. A good thinker. Yeah. A wise thinker. Thinking is a skill. It's like with manifestation. Like manifesting something into reality. Yeah. If you have Neuralink, like, could you super, super express? what you wanted. You think of something and it goes to like a hundred different other people and y'all kind of like. You just channel it in the exact existence. perfect way. I mean. Eventually it would be that smart that it would, it would manifest whatever you want right in front of you. I guess, especially if it's virtual, right? Especially if it's virtual. Yeah. That's a done deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be, it's going to be crazy. We should have somebody on the podcast that knows <laughs> more about AI. <laughs> AI is a local, knowledgeable AI person. AI is really interesting to me. And like a couple weeks ago, I got into uh, really wanting to get stable diffusion with like brought on my computer that I just built. Unfortunately, when I built my computer, I only wanted to build it for, for games, right? And I'm the type of person that doesn't, I kind of like, the underdog, right? So I built an all AMD machine and cost their number two mm -hmm. instead of NVIDIA number one. Like for an AMD card, like as far as frames and quality versus price, like was a good deal. But it's it's crap when it comes to running stable diffusion or any AI stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I could not I could not get my G, my GPU to process an image. Like I was able to do it with CPU, but like I could not figure out for the life of me how to get the GPU to do it. Mm -hmm. If I had thought of, if I had had that into consideration when I built it, I probably would have bought a NVIDIA chip. But yeah, that's probably why most people made that choice. Yeah. NVIDIA. I mean, the thing is, like, CUDA cores have been around for so long. Like, every kind of, like, Blender or even OBS, like, it's all made for, like, NVIDIA stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, I picked AMD because I just wanted to get a Rebel. Rebel. Yeah. I don't know what half that stuff means. I don't know what, <laughs> most of what you just said didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I know that there's a couple people watching that probably understand. Yeah, stable diffusions like the in AI you can download locally on your hard drive and you know use your own computer's processing power to generate images and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well, 